Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Yo, 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 yo. What up? What is up, Senor Don Juan? How uh, are you, brother? Much, not much. We got a little Sixers basketball action. We're a little, uh, little drunk on the court tonight. We yes, got, sir. Uh, yeah, Rich, yeah, before we jump into some stuff, we got a, we got, I, I want to shout out our sponsors, right? We've got the La Terrain Luxury Watches. We've got Team Clicks. We've got Shock Energy, and we've also got a new sponsor, Streaker yeah. Sports, the premier vintage sports apparel, defunct leagues and teams. Um, we've got all sorts of uh, so, some uh, some movie brands, some Mighty Ducks, some Wiffle Ball. They've got some really cool stuff. Um, so when you uh, if you go check out our in, in our LinkedIn, you know you'll you'll see a link in there to uh, to get there. Use the code broad and we'll get 10% off. We'll get a little, we'll get a little bit of kickback, but rich let's talk some Sixers action. Let's talk shock energy. Still not sending us samples, Don. Ooh, ooh, hold on. (gasps) They're sending us a t-shirt. Ooh. So I'm working, I'm working on some samples. (laughs) I'm working on it. Slow and steady, Rich. Slow and steady. We're, we're, I can't eat. I can't drink a T-shirt for energy, Don. You can't drink saying. a T-shirt. I Rich. can't drink a T-shirt. You cannot. Science. It's all science. <laughs> Shout out to Chris. Chris was. Uh, Chris was up, buddy. Chris, Chris was down at the game uh, on uh, on the for for game two. He was in the house, so uh, you know. Shout out to Chris, uh, Adam. You know what's up? What's going on? Adam, um, what's up, buddy? Rich, let's talk about the Sixers. Let's We've got some uh, some some positive news going on with the Sixers. Yeah, man, everybody's clicking. We haven't seen Furcon. Like, what's better than that? Right. Look at the lineup stocks putting out. Like, it's it's looking good. I mean, this is what I expected to see from Doc in the playoffs. Um, right. Honestly, I want to see what happens in round two. I don't like looking ahead, but this is what I pictured us doing to the Raptors. Um, so I am not shocked by the energy. See what I did there? That the, ah, that, the, ah. that, the, that the Sixers are bringing. Um, 
You know, the website's getting a lot of team clicks. Um, I got, I'm rolling with it. And, and jump shots are always on time. They're always on time. I mean, you just got to watch. That's, that's, that's pretty much what I say. Um, but no, I mean, it, they're, like they're doing what I think they're doing. What'd you say? I say looking like some, some, some looking good in their vintage spectrum t-shirts. Ah, that would be nice. There we go. We're getting them all oh, in guys. We're getting them all in. But no, I mean, this is what I expected from this team. Uh, they yeah. are dominating, uh, but it's great to see the different players step up, like Maxi step up in game one, Joe step up in game two. Tobias has been great, which is something that I like to see. Um, before we get into the negatives, Don, what do you think? What do you like saying from this team? I mean, uh, the the fa- the energy that Maxi brought obviously has been, to me, the difference in this series. Right. Aside, you knew you were going to get a different Embiid. You knew you were going to get a different Harden with ha- with them having the week off of rest. Yeah. Um, but to me, the the game changing player so far in these first two games has got to be Maxi. Yeah. Um, for him to be able to give you the energy uh, that he's given to this team, right? He he's the guy who's stopping runs. He's mm-hmm. the guy who's getting out on breaks. He's mm-hmm. the guy who's picking up, Fred, you know, you know, Fred VanVleet full court, yeah. you know, and forcing them to use that clock, you know, early on in the shot clock. Um, and and you, know, you, a guy that we gave a lot of crap for during the year, Tobias Harris has also had a couple of really good games. Um, He's looking fluent. If if you can get the production that you're getting out of those two guys, you're also getting a very motivated Joel Embiid. You're getting a guy in James Harden who, let's be honest, Rich, doesn't need to be Houston Rockets James Harden. No. Right? He is starting to understand what his role is. And his role, right, is to be the facilitator, is to penetrate and kick out, is to drive to the hole when he needs to. I I just – I love that what we're seeing now – is this is very similar to what we saw in those first five games when they, when yeah. they were really they're really clicking on all cylinders right now and um you know for anybody that thought that there was anybody on this team on the Raptors that was going to be able to stop Embiid I mean you 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 are fooling yourself if you think that there is you know you, Siakam is not going to stop Embiid. Yeah. I mean, the, I, I don't have to. Uh, you know, we don't have to go through the. Yeah, the- we don't have to explain this. Everybody's right. been watching it, and everybody knows. Right. Um, and, and to see, you know, yeah, you can't even think that Siakam's. See, they're they're just trying to. They're playing agitated because yes. Nick Nurse wants to cry about the calls, so they're just playing agitated. You can see the frustration every game; it just boils over to the chirping, to like the stupid hard fouls, like, but they're part of the game and that never bothers me. Um, but the energy that the Raptors are lacking yeah. is showing tenfold. And the energy that the Sixers are presenting every night is intoxicating. Yeah. So they're basically being smothered and suffocated by that Sixers energy. And they don't have an answer for it. Like, let's, let's be real. Is Fred Van Fleet a good player? Yes. Is he able to pull 
the Raptors out of a hole? No. no. Siakam, no, he's not able to. So who else can step up, especially since the rookie got hurt? I mean, that's right. pretty much their biggest loss. But even with him, I still don't – I don't see them losing by 20. I see them losing by 17. Like, that's how I look at it. Because I just don't think there's anything that could shift this paradigm, like, in the playoffs. So – Hopefully the Sixers come out tonight. They handle business in game three, which we expect that they do in Toronto. And we win one more. The Nets game gets pushed. And then we figure out who we play from here. Because who do we play from here? Because we're the four. So we would be playing. We're going to play the winner of the Heat and Hawks. Oh, I like that. Because I don't think the Heat matches up well against the Sixers. And Atlanta definitely doesn't. Right. So you you look at who they – like if they play – if they end up getting mashed up against the Heat, right? You, you're looking at, right? Bam at a bio, right? That's that's who's going to be Garden and Bead. Yeah. Right. So better than anybody on the Raptors, but not equivalent to Joel Embiid. No, and that team right. doesn't scare me because Tyler Hero shooting from three is sketchy. Right. Uh, Duncan Robinson, when he has a great night, he puts up 26. When he has a bad night, he puts up zero. Um, right. Yeah, I'm not really too afraid of the Heat, and I'm not afraid of Atlanta either. I will have flashbacks of last year (laughs) against Atlanta, but I still am not worried about it. Atlanta doesn't seem to be putting up too much of a fight. I mean they they gave they gave the the Heat their best shot. Yeah, yeah, the other night where, and it didn't even it, it it barely made a bump, right? And I was gonna say like the same thing about the the they they pretty much held the Raptors wire to wire in game one. Right. And yeah. then in game two, that first six minutes, you get, you get Fred Van Bleet that, you know, putting up shots where it wasn't even touching the rim. Yeah. You know, had four, I think he had four or five threes in the first quarter. You got their best shot in the first six minutes. Yeah. And they were able to, to stave off that to the point where I think they were either even or maybe ahead or like it was close by the end of the first quarter. So yeah, I think it was. I think they, I think they might have been tied or down one. I forget at the end of the first. I don't actually. I don't think they were trailing. I think the Sixers were up one or tied. But then after that, it just broke open. I mean, right. and, and then but, that's, that's like, they, off, they get to that second quarter. They make a run in the second quarter, and then they the 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 gap just expands throughout the second and third quarter. Now they did kind of fall asleep late in the third, early into the fourth, but. At the end of the day, it really didn't matter because no. you got exactly what you wanted to get out of having those first two games at home, being able to take them, take them convincingly. Um, and Rich, the the play that stuck out to me was the the Embiid turnaround corner three. Oh, that was right ridiculous! In front, right in front of the Raptors bench, and the and they were like Thad Young's face. <laughs> Thad Young and Fred VanVleet look like they couldn't like they're like. Yeah. Oh fuck! Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Joel Embiid. That's your MVP, which right. is insane if he does not win. Because, like, you posted the stat that the guy put up that Jokic is a negative. Like, Jokic is for a, neg- a, a negative a, a, forty-five. Yeah, negative forty-five. And for a big guy, he bitches all the fucking time. So I was so happy to see him get tossed. It's like, dude, you so are bad. having an awful playoff series so far. You are not the most valuable player right. in the league. 
like, I don't understand like what people are fascinated by this guy's game. Because I honestly, I think he is a great player, but he is nowhere near Joel Embiid. Like nowhere, no. like skill wise, anything. I don't understand it. I, mean, I don't understand it. And I, I look at like, I look at what, you know, they're, how can you be the, the, I'm going to put it in air quotes for everybody listening back, right? The, the, the leading vote getter for the MVP and you're a negative 45 in a series that you're down 0-2, right? You can't be the MVP to me and not be able to carry your team yeah. when your team needs you. And mind you, Golden State is not playing with a full with a full deck, right? Steph Curry is still playing limited minutes to the point where I think he he put up like 30-something points in 22 minutes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And – like he's playing on a minutes restriction. It's ridiculous. Jordan, Jordan Poole is right, killing it. Is killing it and, and playing great. Talk about and let's talk about some young guys in a minute, right? Jordan Poole, um, Anthony Edwards, yeah, right. Tyrese Maxey, those guys, those young, young, talented guys are really, really showing out. Um, How did Tyrese Maxey not win or be oh, even in the consideration for most improved player? That's me. It's astounding. I, I don't know how you look at year one and look at year two and still have an argument for that guy not being the most improved player. I don't, I, to me, right. The same people that are the talking mouthpieces that are putting all the, the analytical, you know, rap, Vaptor stats, whatever bullshit they're putting out. Like, how do you look at that player? Watch that player play basketball. Watch this guy and not say he has improved more than anybody, right? The guy is shooting 40 plus, like 40 plus percent from three. Yeah. Right. That's, that's, something, like 3%. that's something that wasn't a really prevalent part of his game last year. No. And it's something that has, in, and even in these two playoff games, right? Especially, especially separate help help them separate themselves from this Raptors team. Like right? there's there's nobody on this Raptors team that anybody is scared of. No, and when they have to go to their bench, their bench is putrid. So, right, like when when you're talking about their bench, you're talking about Chris Boucher, right? Ken Birch. Thad, uh, uh, what's yeah, left? Thad. What's yeah. left of Thad Young? The artist formerly known as Thad Young, <laughs> the basketball player formerly known as Thad Young. <laughs> yes, I remember him. I remember when he was good. Um, Rich, we got it. So, Chris, Chris wants to know what you think of Embiid. What what Embiid said to to Nick Nurse. I mean, we were all were thinking it. It's like, dude, every coach wants to come out and just complain about foul calls. Well, here's the thing be able to guard them or don't foul them. It's not that hard. Like you can't, what happens when you can't guard a guy nine out of 10 times you foul him because you're either not quick laterally you, or you just can't play defense on them. So what happens? You get lazy, you reach, you slap, you know, give them a little too much body. You catch them on the arm, play lazy defense. Shit happens, right? That's how fouls occur. 
if you can't guard Joel Embiid and your only chance is to try to contain him, you foul him, which he still makes free throws. That is not a, oh my God, the refs are out to get you and they get every call. It's like, no, he's just that good and absolutely able to get these calls because they're legit fouls. Like, stop bitching. What do you want him to do? Play football? Then okay. Then let them play football. Let them run into each other. Like, I don't know. Nick, I thought it was great. I just don't understand. Just don't foul them then. Don't give them the opportunity. Play defense. What do you want to say? Play better defense. Play better defense. You you can't you can't fault him for trying to score. And if while he's trying to score, you consistently foul the shit out of him. Not his not it's not his problem. Rich, I'm gonna quote one of my students that right, like that sounds like a personal problem. Yeah, it does. It sounds like a personal problem. Sucks for you, like then don't foul him. But then watch him put up 60. Like, yeah. like you, you can't have it both ways. You can't say, oh, my God, he's really, really dominant. We have to help you out because your team isn't as good. You yeah. don't have a great player. And, Rich, to, to, to rail on the analytic stats a little bit more, right, fuck all the people that are out there talking about, well, if you took away all his foul shots, like – that They're part of basketball, part of right? Game. Is that part of basketball? Right. Like, you cannot just say, oh, well, Rich, uh, sorry, but, uh, you know, minus the uh, the 40-yard touchdown passes that your team has. Like, you, you can't take an essential part of the game out of the player. When, like, but Joel Embiid – like is not even the most fouled player this in this playoff, right? Giannis Antetokounmpo is taking more foul shots, but I don't hear anybody talking about Giannis and all the foul shots he gets. Like it just makes zero sense to me. If something tells- is in a stat, if there is a if there is a stat for it, you cannot complain. Okay. So if Joel Embiid doesn't go to the foul line 13 times, then he most likely averages 40 because he's making half those shots. He's getting hacked on. So, hmm, pick your poison. He'll kill you with free throws, and he'll kill you with terrible defense. So the only thing you have to do is foul him. Like People bring up the dumbest stats, and that's honestly the shit that annoys me. Like I'm gonna to just touch on a football thing because it's 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 right now Debo Samuel right, 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 wants, to, right. Yeah. wants to be traded. Some jerk off on uh, which one call the Philly radio decides to say Jimmy G was a good quarterback and he put up a bunch of yards. So here's Debo stat: thirty six catches. Right, he had like thirty six catch or what was it seventy six catches for. X amount of yards this year. Cooper Cup had a hundred and like thirteen. Right. How many more yards after the catch did Debo have on sixty less? Um, what you call on sixty less receptions than Cooper Cup? Seven hundred and ninety yards after the catch. Jimmy G would dump it off. Debo would run fifty yards or ninety. Right. So you're trying to tell me. This is all right. Here's here's the analytics, right? Here's the analytics that people are going to get mad about. Okay, I guess that does make Jimmy G a good quarterback, right? Because his high efficiency, he's got a lot of yards, right? 
So you take that away, it looks like shit. It's right. still part of the game, right? So your numbers may be inflated. Going back to Joel Embiid, it's still part of the game. Maybe it inflates his numbers. Maybe. But you can't criticize it because it is in the game. It's it's not like it's a stat or it's something that's you get bonus points. There's This isn't fantasy. There's no bonus points being given to Joel Embiid. Oh, yeah, well, he, well we're going to round up. We're going to give him two clicks in the point. No, it's it's foul shots. Yeah. It is a part of the game. Yeah, you, you don't get a, a bonus five points for every, you know, 10 foul shots you make. Like, yeah. if you get fouled while you are trying to score, then you get to shoot from the free throw line. It ain't rocket science. Like, sorry, Raptors, ain't my fault that – Six minutes into the first quarter, yeah, your your center's got three fouls. You, you, your guys got your, your and your team is in the penalty, and they're shooting free throws for the last six minutes of every quarter. Yeah. Like, be better, be better on defense. If yeah. you're not better on defense, I'm sorry, but sucks for you. And like, that's what and that's what I don't understand. It's like every because it's always you look. It's I call it the Nick K book of excuses. So our boy Nick. He carries around this. It's a giant um, like Bible made out of Nick's hair that it's a book of excuses. It might actually be made out of his own skin that he probably feels to make it like the devil's book. So out of the oh Nick K book of excuses, we open it up and flip over a bunch of pages. You'll find our team sucks. Let's make up excuses why this team's better. Right. Not that our team is actually just better than yours. Because that's that's the case in this round. Like That's the case for this team. Right. The case yeah. is the Raptors are not a good team. They're a good team. They are a good team. I'm sorry, but they're not better and they don't match the intensity or the level of skill players that the Sixers have. No, no, That's not a shot at the organization and whatever they're doing, what they could with the team that made the playoffs. Right. But sometimes you run into that. Don't try to make shit up saying, oh, well, this is why the, this is this is BS because of this stat. It's like, well, your team's committing the fouls. <laughs> Be mad at your team. <laughs> I don't know what you right. want me to tell you. Like, it's uh, that, and not rocket science. No, it's not. It's not. And like, and analytics and then, suck anyway. So just go for the eye test, and the eye test will show you that the Sixers are a better team. Right. And like, I, I think the, you know, the strategy from Doc Rivers early on in the year, like early on in the year, left us kind of wondering, like, what's this playoff rotation going to look like? What are we going to be? What What are we going to see? Seeing the frustration late in the season when the rotations were not what they what we thought they could be to get ready for the playoffs. Now seeing them in these first two games, I think them knowing that Thibault wasn't going to be able to play in Toronto, kind yeah. of reducing his role. You know, he's, you know, in the games, he's playing like 10 minutes a game. Um, Danny Green looks like the best version of Danny Green we've seen. You know, so Thibel cannot play in Toronto, right? He can't. So he's not going to play game three, four, or six if it goes okay. six. Yeah, because he's, not, I guess he's not. Vaccinated. So he's not fully vaccinated. He uh, has the first shot, but didn't get the second shot. That's weird. That's just Which, you know, and, and when, he was, when he was interviewed, you know, listen, your medical uh, decisions. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I'm getting it, I'm going to go all out. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Stop at one. Rich and I are not here. Doctors prevail. No, no, I don't care what you do. It's your life. Right? I just so find it odd. Me, when he got on and he's talking about the fact that he, his fa- he and his family grew up with a very homeopathic medicine, whatever. And okay. 
So the the hard like the weird part for me is like, all right, pick a side, right? But you kind of pick the middle. And I yeah, don't know why, but I just don't understand why you just get the first. Like I can understand, like, oh, I'm not getting the booster. It's like, right. okay, that's fine. But you only got the first one. I'm like, why why'd you put yourself through it? Right. So you got like 47%. <laughs> you have 26% of the variants that came before these two. Right. <laughs> don't worry about it. You're not going to get them. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but seeing the, the, them kind of prepare for that, you know, yeah. kind of in advance and seeing them still be able to be successful. Um, I think you're going to see more minutes out of Niang tonight. I think you're going to see more minutes out of Shake Milton, Paul Reed. <laughs> Uh, which is I enjoy seeing Paul Reed play over DeAndre Jordan. So, yeah, listen, Rich, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. The fact that, you know, when Big T Will was on with us, you know, we talked about the fact that, like, you know, the, the production that you're getting, that you're going to get out of Paul Reed right now as a young athletic big is going to be more than Statue of Liberty DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Right. Because he he couldn't guard a fence post if you let him. And he's, he can barely jump, you know, his vertical is now, you know, the equivalent of like a piece of paper. So, you know, what you're getting out of Paul Reed is younger athletic production and you're, it's a young, it's a smaller lineup from the Raptors. So you don't have to worry about losing that lack of production or him getting dominated out of, you know, from a big man. And, And that will follow through in that next series. You know, if they get matched up with the Heat, the Heat don't have anybody huge coming off their bench. No. So, you know, for me, right, the the 10 minutes that you're getting out of Paul Reed, great. Yeah. You know, I don't need to see anybody else, right? I can see those eight guys. You know, you, yeah, and I'm you, fine you, with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I Please, God, please, Rich, please say a prayer. We don't need to see the, the, the Turkish rifle. Yeah, ever. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't need to see him on offense. No, building houses for small children or <laughs> pretending to be the the guy taking tickets at the movie theater. Oh, the turnstile. <laughs> yeah, like I, I. I don't need. I don't. I don't need that at all. What What I'm getting from from Niang, if I can get you know a little bit, obviously the the you're gonna see an uptick in minutes from those guys because you know, you're gonna see them you know on the floor more yep. with five will be an out. Um, I, Rich, if you had if you had to pick a guy that's going to have a bust out game tonight, I think it's I think it's going to be James Harden. Is I think it it's going to be Harden. Harden I, I need to see Harden drop a nice thirty burger, and I'll be extremely happy. But if it's not going to be him, it's going to be Tobias. I just have a feeling it's going to be those two. I think Joe is going to have his, but a bust out game. I could see Harden getting thirty one, ten, and eight. Okay. So that's that's what I need. That's it'll just make it'll ease my soul. It'll ease my soul to see him score and come out shooting hot because it's not the fact that he doesn't have to. It's the fact he's starting out really slow, and I want to see him catch fire. I want to see him go five for five or even three for three. Like I just want to see him come out and just knock down some shots early, get his confidence up, and we just play ahead all game. I like it. I like what about it, you, Don? Who's who do you think you're expecting a big game from? All, all day, I, like I, I'm looking at the energy that Embiid brought in in Game Two, and I feel like 
part of him being out in the middle of that game with what you know with Thibel running into his elbow and him falling on the floor and them having the hard fouls. Yeah. Um, to me, I'm looking at that and I'm going, is this like a throw your nuts on the table kind of game for him? Like to go up to Toronto the last time you know they they played a playoff game in Toronto. You know, you had the quadruple doink where yeah. he's he, he's laying it all on the table. Um, to me, I'm looking at, at at Embiid and I'm saying, you know, put this series away. Like, like take their heart, rip it out, shut them up, and, and really just kind of, you know, put this team away the way that it needs to be put away. I agree. Um, and don't even let them like. To me, I'm I'm looking at them to try to have them come out early, and the the more that they can jump on top of the 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 Raptors early, I think that that takes their fans out of it. That lets them know that like we're not messing around. Like we're done. We're done with you, right? We're our eyes are are, are on a on a on a different prize. I like it. Let's go Sixers. Yeah, absolutely, Rich. Anything around the NBA? Any 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 other team game? Any anything? That's kind of caught your eye. No, I mean, I'm watching a little bit of the Nets game out of the corner right. of my eye. Um, but fuck the Nets. I really can't stand them. Yeah. That's pretty much it. That was uh, that that was a great game. It was a great oh yeah, that, that was a great I, game. I loved KD standing still as Jason Tatum is coming ah. right behind him. Because KD is an elite defender. So it just makes me yeah. makes me happy. But no, not really. Don't really care about anything else besides the Sixers, to be honest with you. Um, that's all I'm locked in on. I, I won't it. even – like, I'm watching this because the game comes on at 8. If not, I, I just don't care. It's Sixers or nothing. It's the same – it's how I am with every playoffs, except football. Like, there's football. I'm like, ah, okay. I just don't expect that much from the Eagles. And I'm yeah. let down, so I'm like, ah, whatever. But, like, baseball, I'm like, I'm terrible with that. If it's not the Phillies, like, I'll watch games in the background. But when it comes to the playoffs, I don't care. Like yeah. I haven't watched the World Series probably since the Phillies were in the World Series because to me I have no like I don't have any investment in like another NL team or like an AL team unless it's the Twins. Like I don't care about the Yankees. I don't care about okay. it. Like I, I don't ever want to watch it because to me it's just like oh great. Like I'm giving views like on my television to two teams I don't care about. Like I'm good. Yeah. It's Philly, Philly or die for me <laughs> when it comes I'll, to playing listen, sports. Yeah, Philly or die. The, the, the teams in this city get number one priority. I think the thing yeah. for me around just around the league a little bit is seeing the young talent, right? We kind of touched on it. We, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but like seeing guys like, you know, like Jordan Poole, like Anthony Edwards, um, you know, Devin Booker before he, he gets in, you know, before he, you know, muffs up his hamstring the other night. You know, probably could have dropped 60 if he played the whole game. Yeah. Um, seeing the young talent that's on display. Uh and, and listen, Tyrese Maxey put himself right in that conversation. So yes, he did. I'm I'm looking at them, I'm looking at the young talent and seeing like, okay, you can start to see you know, the the guys that are able to, you know, even even a guy like John Morant, right? The, there are guys that are you know the the next uh the next generation of, of high level talent for this league. So, yep. um, no, that's, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm excited. Rich, anything else we're going to do? Just uh, pop in and out for this. We want to, you want to yep. touch on anything before we head out? 
No, I'm good. Final score for tonight's game, 129-106 Sixers. Ooh, I like it. I like it. What do you got, Tom? What's your final score? Uh, final score. Listen, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go one fifteen ninety seven. I like it. I like it. I'm gonna go. They don't get triple digits. They don't get triple digits. <laughs> I like it. Fuck them. Fuck Toronto. <laughs> Fuck Toronto. Fuck the Nets. Fuck Spike Eskin. We are drunk on broad. <laughs> Listen, Rich. Before we get out of here, um, just the you know next week with the NFL draft, uh, we oh, have nice. uh, we have the opportunity to be on with the guys from fired up on the belly up draft coverage. Ooh. We are go we are going to be on to cover picks 16 through 20. Ooh. So the four of us will be on there. It'll be right post, you know, the Eagles pick at 15. I like it. We'll be on to to you know break down the the pick at 15 and then uh you know go through pick pick 20 which will also cover pick 18 for for the Eagles too. So um, Let's you do know, it. We'll, we'll be on there. Um, you know, just excited to, to be able to, you know, to, yeah. take a look at, you know, some of that draft talent that's coming out. So, um, again, shout out to our, uh, our sponsors, shocked team clicks, lots of rain and, uh, our new sponsor streaker sports, streaker. Um, check them all out in our, in our, uh, in our link tree in the bio, um, rich. And then there's another, just, I guess, final thought, um, one of our, I don't know if it's like a kosher, another one of the other shows on uh, on Belia, uh, the guy Nick Rodriguez uh, is doing something uh, by selling some merch uh, to promote mental health. Oh, very cool. Um, so uh, if you get a chance, go check out uh, uh, one of our Belly Up. Uh, I guess he, he's a, a, a co-worker of ours. Um, <laughs> and check out his uh, his merch for uh, mental health and a percentage of what he's selling from the from the t-shirt goes to uh, support mental health so uh, you know, go check that out and uh go sixers go sixers fuck bo, everybody else bo, bo. <laughs> <laughs> peace, peace out, out Philly. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.